Hello and welcome back to Two Guys in a Podcast with Ben and Colin. I'm Ben. I'm Colin, and today uh, we're just gonna talk about a little bit of everything. I Col- think Colin forgot the title of the show just now. But what he was yeah, yeah. Well, see, they, they're not gonna know that though because I'm gonna take that pause. Oh out. no, so no, 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 I can no, do that's, that. That's not fair. I can make you myself. have all the power and all the people that are listening. Cannot. That's why I'm the producer and uh, not, well, and you're not. Well. <laughs> That's because I'm lazy. Uh, that's that's not. That's um, we also kind of wanted to take this minute to to talk about ourselves a little bit. I think because because that kind of occurred to us. We you don't really know us, right? Um, well, my friends and family know me, and your friends and family know you. Yeah, and they're like, uh, who's, who's that other guy? They're like, well, tell me about this Colin guy. And I'm like, oh uh, well, just imagine. Just a nice guy, a, a sweetheart of a guy, and that you don't want to uh, hurt his feelings. So be nice. And <laughs> so be nice. Now I, I don't have to be nice because I've known him so long. True. But, uh, and you're not. So. And, and uh, we had a there was there was times when we worked together uh, that you would get mad at me because okay. I would be a little too blunt or a little too honest. Yeah. And you you're like I said, you have that happy go lucky mentality. You want everything to go very smoothly. Mm. And, Sunshine and rainbows, baby. Sunshine yeah, but rainbows. that doesn't always you know that doesn't always work out. Uh, what, so what happens, like, let's give a scenario where you get disappointed and it really doesn't go your way. So, like, every day I clock in at work? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, no. I, like, uh, okay, so you just think the best outcome is going to happen here. Like, uh, let's go to, like, oh. a, okay, let's go to, like, a, a, a example. Like, you're okay, just this like, is this dumb. can't go wrong. Okay, you this know? is dumb. No, this it's not. Go dumb. ahead. I get, I, this is very minor first world problems, and I hate that I'm even complaining about this. So, let's just say, scenario-wise, and this is really things that have happened more than once. Scenario-wise, I get my heart set on going to see a certain movie at okay. a certain time. You okay. know, me and the wife, or me and the wife and the parents or the kids, whatever. And then something happens, and we don't get to see it. At that time that I wanted to. Like, well, we'll just go. That rocks your world. Oh, my gosh, dude. You have no idea. I get so upset. You, I mean, if you ask my wife... She, she'll she tell you. And she's like, I don't know why you're reacting like this. And I said, I was just really wanting to see this movie. And I guess, too, you know, it, a lot of times it's only a movie that I want to see. So it only really bothers me. So speaking of that, like not to change not to change the topic, but like how often do you think, and like I said, you're way nicer than I am, way more, I, I would say, giving. Okay. Um, how on a 1 to 10, like, 10 being the highest, what would you say is the ratio of movies you go see that she wants to see? Not that not that you've mentioned. Like, she says, Colin, I want to go see Blah. And what is the likelihood, or out of 10 movies, how many does she say she wants to see? Well, see, here's, here's I don't feel because like... Because I the, feel like in your entertainment, you might be a little bit more... Well, listen, Me, because, me, me, well, right? Well, the reason... Well, I'll tell you why, though, all right? So, before my wife met me, she had not seen a lot of, of what people would call must-see movies. I, Star Wars. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I'd worked... I think that was one of the ones she had seen. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I had worked at Blockbuster for six years. I'd worked at Best Buy for three. You so were a movie I was a freak. movie, video yeah, game, yeah, TV yeah. guy, and she she never really has been. So, yeah, I would say probably 90... One could say she had a life, you know? Yeah, you could. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm just joking. I, no, she had she had interests. I just have movies. And so, <laughs> which we sound really sad. But, but no, I would say probably easily 95% of the movies we see are my 95? 
Easily. I'd probably say 99 or what. I mean, I, but, but it could be. I don't know. But the, she doesn't. She no, doesn't, I'm saying for me. Oh, for you. For me, okay. uh, I, I'm that guy. Like, I'm, let's go see this. And yeah. I'd say most of the time my wife will say, yeah, I want to see that. You know, because we do have similar taste. But here's a great example for me. Okay. Uh, to tell you what I think, uh, she's a Downton Abbey fan. Oh, okay. Okay, and they've released three movies now, or two, 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 two or three, yeah, two, two, or th- three. two or three, either way. Yeah. One of them was released at Cinemark at our local theater, and shout out to Cinemark. But anyway, uh, <laughs> free plug there. That's all right for yeah. the hundred people that listen. But anyway, anyway, uh, so I think that's generous. <laughs> well, no, we, we, well, if everybody listens four or five times, then <laughs> that was my wife. All, but, all but, ten but, of you, all ten of you. Yeah, uh, thanks, guys. <laughs> appreciate you being here. Click follow. Anyway, um, <laughs> so she was like, she said, uh, "Hey, uh, uh, Downton Abbey." That's how she talks. Sounds just like her. Uh, Downton Abbey is on at Cinemark. Can, can we go see it? I, I said, "Absolutely not." I was like, "I don't know the first thing about that show. I don't like." that show <laughs> but that's just me being my close-minded but all self yeah i mean so what do we have to do we end up waiting for brock to put it on plex and we watch it for free <laughs> now see i if 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 she were to ask me something like that, i would probably do it i could think of maybe three or four times i've not known a thing about whatever movie she wanted to go see and what do you go into it thinking though like you're like this that's is gonna, gonna be horrible it's not gonna be that, yeah, yeah it's yeah. not but she's down Abbey though. That's tough. You should have had her call me because I've seen like three of three seasons of that show. Three seasons. That's how boring you are. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I you know, but I get it. I get it. I mean, if you so, don't know anything about it. You know. Does she get the least bit upset? Like, say, let's see, what's the last movie you saw with me? Was it Doctor Strange? Mm-hmm. Okay, so when you go see Doctor Strange at like the 440 showing, or what, you know, with Matinee, whatever we go, try right. to go to the early show because one, we're probably working or something. Mm-hmm. Does she get like. Well, I wanted to see that. Does she ever do that? Because my wife will, but she all she, you know, she knows that I'll take her to see it again if it was worth it. Yeah, oh yeah, and um, and, and see, and and, and April. Doctor Strange way. wasn't, so we waited till it got on Disney Plus. Well, so you went and saw it twice, didn't you? No, she had never seen the first one. Still hasn't to this day. Has never seen the first one. How so did, she didn't care. What did you do to get this woman to marry you? Like, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I still don't know. She doesn't like a lot of the stuff you like, right? Oh, listen, on paper we don't work. <laughs> That's all there is to it. On paper, we don't. But somehow, in reality... She's a, she's a lovely person. Absolutely, she and is. And yet, I know. she will say things about Star Wars that I would think would drive you insane. Oh, listen. Uh, perfect example. Weeks ago, just weeks ago, this happened. Uh, I had seen a meme said, Look at Alec Guinness's face on episode four of Star Wars <laughs> when Luke sees the Millennium Falcon at Docking Bay 94 for the first time and says, What a piece of junk! And Alec Guinness kind of gives like this side-eye, like, you know, look... And I told April, I said, I'll say her name. I don't care. That's fine, yeah. I'll say, uh, and I brought it up. I said, oh, you got to see this. Or she's like, why are you making me watch this dumb movie? Ooh, and that's like, like a spear like, right in the heart. I understand the stuff you say to just hurt me. Mm. You, But see, because you wouldn't probably say that about a show. Heck no, dude. She'd get mad. Well, no. but that's not the point. <laughs> it's the, <laughs> that's not the point. I've learned the, something the over 10 years. The point is, is that you wouldn't say it because, A, everything is rainbow and, yeah. you know, all that. But I'm like, oh, okay, I guess, I guess that's cool. That's what I would say. That's yeah. what I, oh, yeah. Yeah, so do you have shows that you specifically watch with just her? Yes. I, know, I know you're various. Yes. You you still watch a lot of shows with your mom and dad, right? Well, um, nah, not that, not as much anymore. Um, but like, uh, yeah, we watch um, Bachelorette. Oh, 
Not anymore. No. That just, I mean, after Chris Harrison. <laughs> you were so serious. Listen, after the whole Chris Harrison thing, man, we, we quit watching. It does it. suck now that he's not on the yeah. show. But anyway. But, uh, no, uh, Only Murders in the Building, that's one of our shows. Okay, so Katie got into that late. Oh, I started good. watching it without her and so never good. told her about it uh, because just sometimes you just, so the, you need to watch something and she's not, she works yeah. a straight day job and uh, she wasn't here and I was like, I'm going to start watching. I've loved, well, me and you went and saw Steve Martin and Martin yeah. Short. Fantastic. And saw um, Jack White. Yeah, I'm little not. little story. Let me tell this real quick. So we're at the Grand Ole Opry, and Steve Martin and Martin Short are on tour, and me and Ben have taken our seats, and there's people going to their seats, whatever. Well, Jack White of the White Stripes is walking. <laughs> this just makes me laugh. And Ben goes, he goes, Hey, Jack! <laughs> Sorry about the audio. And, and and Jack turns around to whoever he was with. He says, Huh? He got startled. Yeah, he got startled. Of course, me and Ben are all slugged out. Our seats covered our faces. But the worst part is, at the end of the show, I've been watching where he was sitting. Oh, yeah. And at the, at the end of the show, I followed him like a stalker out to the front. And he's out front. I guess, I don't know, was he smoking a cigarette? I don't, I don't I, remember. He was out there talking to one of his buddies he was with. And I walk up and go, uh, and like he just looks at me, and like gives me like a head nod, and I go, "What's up?" And then like, and then like that was it. Like you know, I consider that meeting him. You know, yeah, he's, hey. like you said the in the trailer or whatever you said, physical contact, dude. So, oh, I gotta I gotta tell my Paul Rudd story. Can I tell my Paul Rudd story? Is you're too Paul Rudd. Fine, forget go, it. No, go ahead. No, it's really awesome, and it was like no, the go be- ahead. The I greatest think, night of my life. I think uh, the Reno Allen one guy was better than the Paul Rudd part. But okay, go ahead. But go okay. ahead. So no, I just think it was funnier. Like how he didn't he freak out too. No, no. Uh, go ahead, tell it. So, Wet Hot American Summer. Have you ever heard of this? Absolutely, love, love fantastic love the movie series. The yeah, show everything good too. And so that whole group of people, what are they? Was it second? No, the 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 state is what that comedic troupe is called. Oh, I didn't know that. Ken Marino, uh, what Michael Truglio, Michael Ian Thomas Black, Lennon, Thomas Lennon. Um, anyway, so a bunch of these guys. Well, David Wayne has created a show. So. Ken Marino, who I'm a big fan of, they did. Did you ever see Burning Love? Yes. Oh my gosh. So, so funny. Will you accept this hose? Yes. Oh man. Ugh. So anyway, so and every one of them was a flight attendant. Oh yeah. Or a oh. or a uh, uh, dental hygienist. Yeah. Oh, every yeah. one of them was every like, one of them. Carrie. Dental. <laughs> anyway. Go ahead. So we're in the lobby of Penn and Teller show in Vegas one year. We were there for my dad's birthday, and I I saw who I thought was Ken Marino in the in the lobby getting popcorn or something. I was like, oh my gosh, is that Ken Marino? And and I asked some girls they were looking at. I said, is that him? And they're like, I don't know. Well, anyway, I didn't know it was him. So anyway, we go to see the show. I, I don't like to bother. People like celebrities and stuff, because I mean, I, I would hate that people just coming up. You would me. hate that, really? Yes. No, what, no, hold on. If you're by yourself, you would hate it. Or he's, he, wasn't by, he was with a big group of people, but that wasn't or. his family. Well, no, you're I, right. I, I, there's a rule. So, I think family's different. But go ahead. So anyway, so so after the show, you know, everybody's piling out of the theater, you know, and we're standing there, and I was like, hey, I, I want to stick back a little bit and maybe see if that was Ken Marino, because I mean, I just can't quit thinking about this. And uh, and I look, and it's Michael Michael Ian Black is standing there by himself, kind of in the theater. You know who that is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We tweeted it. Oh, okay. So, so, I mean, that's <laughs> no, I'm serious. Awesome. We actually, yeah, have, no, I think anyway. it's really cool. And so I went up to him and said, "Hey, Mr. Black, I said I am sorry to bother you. I just want to tell you I'm a huge fan. I, I mean, I go back as far as Ed, if that tells you anything, yeah. you know, because he was right. on that show." And um, he said, "Oh yeah, thanks, man." I said, uh, "I said, um, of course, you know, sounding all cool, man. I thought I saw Ken in there. Uh, are you, oh, yeah, man. I called him Ken. Well, there I mean, you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, first you know, name, yeah, first name basis, you know." And uh, he, I said, "Are you guys, uh, are y'all doing some kind of reunion or something?" Oh, we're just. Well, he said, "We're in town for like a friend's birthday." I said, oh, "Okay, that's cool." And uh, I said, "Well, hey, I won't bother you anymore." I said, "I'll, I'll see you later." Well, so I walked on back. My my mom and wife was standing there waiting on me. I said, "I want to stick around just a little longer, see you know." 
see what else happens here. So you stalked him a little bit. A little bit. And that's, you know, nothing crazy, nothing creepy. I wasn't like behind the bushes. I was standing out in the middle. In the middle I wasn't whatever. behind the bushes either. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so, <laughs> so as I'm standing there, this uh, a couple people walk out, and um, one of them is Thomas Lennon from Reno 911. Uh, plays Lieutenant Dangle. Uh, he had a big old beard, so he just about couldn't recognize him. And Carrie Kinney, the girl that plays Deputy Weigel um, on 911, was with him. Of course, he was being approached by somebody else already for a selfie. So pause real quick. Sorry. Yeah. You said 911. Nine one one. Yeah. Sorry. But no, no. Uh, real quick though, the the TV show we forgot to mention, <laughs> Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yes, for the we, comedy. We didn't yeah. mention that at all last I know, week. I know. And that was like that got brought up, and I <clears throat> said I can't believe you didn't I mention hadn't, I hadn't Brooklyn Nine Nine. I didn't watch a single episode of that. After. I didn't mean to interrupt your story, but when you said nine oh, yeah, eleven, yeah. it made me think. Of I, that. Ha- I didn't watch a single episode of that after the Peralta wedding. What? I know. So you never watched it on nope. NBC? Nope. All right. So anyway, back to my story. Man. So I'm standing there, standing there, and I see, like I said, Tom mm-hmm. Lennon and, and Carrie standing there walking, and but there's a guy getting a selfie with Tom, so I didn't want to, you know, bother him. So then I look over and this big group of people um, and uh, are coming and in the middle of it is David Wayne, the creator of the show. He played. Uh, I would have. Well, you would have because he was on the sequel. The on last. Yeah, but day I wouldn't of, know who he like. Okay, you know his name. He was the did one. You have to look it up. Or no, you knew his name yes, already, dude. I was really into. I was really into. Uh, I was really into this. And so he he was walking and, and like AJ Miles was in there. No, he, that he was either. a writer for Seth. He's a redhead guy. You know him, saw him. But anyway. And so I go up to David Wayne and I said, oh man, I said, I'm a huge fan of yours. I said, or I said I'm a huge fan of, you know, uh, Wet Hot American Summer. <clears throat> and I said, uh, I said, it's great to meet you. And I ha- and I kind of had my hand out. Well, then a uh, guy in a hoodie with his hood up inside, which is weird, comes over and says, oh man, I know he's great, right? And it's Paul Rudd, the Paul Rudd, Ant-Man Paul Rudd. And he shakes my hand. My knees, I don't remember the last time this happened, but my <laughs> knees got weak, Okay. My knees got weak, and the only thing I could come out with was uh, Ant Man. Was the only that's, thing. That's all you that's said. That's all to I it? said. And I just, dude, I just blinked. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting to see the Paul Rudd. That's kind of embarrassing. Yeah, and so <laughs> it's very. But it was just one of the. I mean, my mouth was open wide. So you in. get your opportunity to see Ant Man, and all you say is <laughs> Ant Man, and like I stuttered and everything. The whole thing. And so then I kind of hung back and took a spy pick of them when they sat down at the low stakes blackjack table because I had to prove that I saw them, you know. And that was my that was probably the most starstruck I'd been outside of uh, talking to Sam Witwer for two hours about Star Wars at the airport one year. That was nobody knows who that is. Sam Witwer, dude, uh, played Doomsday on Smallville. He played Star Killer on The Force Unleashed. Games, big Star Wars guy. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay, <laughs> moving on. All right, I'll tell my story. Okay. Uh, my mom is a realtor, and in the late 90s, she rented houses to Tommy Lee Jones, mm. Robert Downey Jr., Wesley Snipes, and the director for U.S. Marshals. Which filmed in our area. Right. They had, they had a little... Mm-hmm. Had the plane crash scene from U.S. Marshals was filmed in, I think, Ballard County? I think that's what it was. Okay. Um, so anyway, because my mom did that, they said, uh, well, hey, we appreciate your help on helping us rent these houses and, and lease these houses out. Uh, come by to the set sometime. And my mom was like, well, uh, yeah, I really don't care about that, but my son probably wouldn't. I was probably 15, you know, yeah, it's still a big deal, yeah. And uh, I've got stories where I could tell later at any given time about, like, where if I don't, I'm not a diabetic by any means whatsoever, but if I don't have a good meal and I'm out in the heat 
boy, that'll wear on me. And okay. so this was like in the middle of summer. And we showed up at like 9.30 to watch them film the scene. And I can tell you exactly what it was. Tommy Lee Jones is up there talking to his crew. And they're talking about how far Wesley Snipes has gotten maybe. And he goes, he made it, made it to Paducah. You know, he actually says yeah. that. And then Robert Downey Jr. gets off the helicopter, comes up to the balcony of the porch or whatever, and they're talking to him. And that I watched that scene for hours. This is not like today's like recording where like they would they would record you for a few minutes. Like, we got a good take. Let's just move on. It got so long that Tommy Lee Jones got mad and like threw his arms up and was like, that's it, I'm out of here. You know, and like jumped in a Suburban and drove off for lunch. But before all that was happening was, I was sitting there and I was like, Mom, I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm kind of hot. And she was like, uh, you're fine. You know, and uh, I was like, no, I'm not feeling real well. And I mean, I was like just drenched in sweat. <laughs> and uh, right around that time, Tommy Lee Jones throws his fit jumps in a Suburban. All the other actors are like, well, what do we do now? He's in the scene. We can't sit here and refilm it over and over again. So the director's like, uh, break for lunch. So we go to lunch and we get in this like minivan and we're driving down the road to these huge white tents and there's chefs in there that will cook you literally anything you want in your life. Like they'll be like, what's that? Okay. How like, have I not heard this story And they before? fix it. So I sit down and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I mean, I look like I'm fixing it just to die. <laughs> And Joe Paglioni sits down next to him and he's like, you okay, buddy? And he was on Sopranos. He played Ralphie on Sopranos. Okay. The whole crew, besides Tommy Lee Jones and Wesley Snipes, they weren't there. They were in their own trade. Well, Wesley Snipes wasn't in the scene, but Robert Downey Jr. was there. He was not so famous at the time. We all sat there and ate lunch together. And had I known, if I had a time machine, I'd go back and be like, you're going to be Iron Man. <laughs> but in the, t in, the, in the moment, I'm going, free froze, man. <laughs> French fries, hamburger. You know, like just what I'm just I'm wanting something to eat and something to drink so sure. I can get my electrolytes back up. But anyway, that was my flush with fame or whatever you call it. But well, uh, fun fun fact about uh, RDJ uh, <laughs> when I uh, when I started at Blockbuster, there was a picture that somebody had snapped and of him checking out at Blockbuster. He went into our local Blockbuster. Yes, because and he yes. rented all of his own movies. Are you serious? Which is. <laughs> Hilarious. See, see I knew that he rented out a theater in Cinemark. Like, oh, he I had heard to the that. movie. Well, see, this was still back in his like eh, yeah, kinda, kinda questionable quick, yeah. days. Yeah, he was not the. Yeah, right. You know, he is today. Um, but he had rented out a movie theater and was like, wouldn't let nobody in there to watch. The, it was like a brand new movie that like oh, they really? could have sold tickets to, but he was like, no, nobody's allowed to come in here. Yeah, he, he, had, so, rented, he had rented all his own movies. And that's I, I would wild. I would love to know what happened to that picture. But um, yeah, that was I always thought that was so cool. That's weird, though. Um, they, they uh, I did, the only scene I saw on film of that, there's a scene where um, they, they, they recorded it at Veach's, uh, there, that truck stop, you mm -hmm. know, yeah. gas station. And it's the scene where they it's had Put, they had to put in no they had to put in a phone booth specifically oh. for this it's where Wesley Snipes calls his girlfriend back home or whatever and he's in this phone booth and everything and I was kind of across the street it was nighttime it was I mean it was the biggest deal of course of course anytime a movie you know well, yeah. films here it's just the biggest deal yeah, we're, and you know we're, we're we're not Georgia you know no. like that's where everybody goes right. to film now like, or, uh, or LA or, or what, yeah, yeah, you or know. New York yeah yeah we're but, we're, but, mid, yeah. we're mid southwest whatever you but that was it. I just remember thinking that was just the coolest just yeah, most no, amazing it's, thing well I mean you get a brush with fame every year at the, at the Superman Superman celebration, celebration yeah oh, and yeah. Uh, so you, you get to I mean I don't know Superman if you really call that fame oh, but anyway gosh, uh, no there's been some cool people come there and you've you've actually hooked me up I got to meet uh, uh, Billy D. Williams because of you mm -hmm. and I got to meet uh, who was the other one 
Oh, uh, well, there was what, Peter Mayhew and uh, the guy that played. Well, my, uh, Katie got to meet Peter Mayhew. I was working. Boba. And, and uh, she got to go, and she got his autograph on a picture. And, of course, he died a few years later. But uh, you get to see the famous people every year, so that's kind of cool. But So, back to what we were saying, though, about the movies. When you go... She never gets mad about you going without her. Um, I can remember maybe a handful of times she's she's shown a little disappointment, but I don't think anything. But you have was... zero issue to go back and watch. No. Like, oh yeah. yeah like, well, I mean, perfect example. I mean, we just well, I took her this uh, this week to go see Maverick again. I still and, haven't seen that. Oh, dude, you gotta see it. It's so good. It's I'll, so good. I'll see it when it comes out. Best best film of the summer. I'll say it. Best film of the summer. What? Yep. I'll say it. What better? Okay, what's what to well, you? I don't know the top of my head, but uh, best film of the summer. I'm, I'm I'm putting my flag in the ground right I here. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what else has come out this year. I mean, Jurassic Thor? Park. Huh? You haven't seen Thor yet. I haven't seen Thor yet either. Uh, yeah, Dominion, uh, Jurassic World, Dominion. I'm no. really falling behind. You didn't like Dominion? It was okay. Really? It was all right. I thought it was a really nice bookend. Well, I mean, it was. I it, hope it's they, the they just, In my opinion, on, on Jurassic World, they leaned too far into all the genetic stuff. Like they, it, it did get it kinda, really... It kind of quit, quit being about the dinosaurs. It and, got Yeah, it got really, like I don't want to say preachy, but wordy. Like, it got real... And, of course, I still have, you know, the whole issue with the whole, I'd rather shoot a laser on a person so a dinosaur can shoot them or can kill them instead of just use a sniper rifle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's silly. That's silly. No, it's no. kind of silly. You're, you're right. Um, that's a that's a plot hole thing there that you. Well, should... I mean, it's not even necessarily a plot hole thing. It's just but, a well, weird I meant, plot device. Yeah, okay. It's just a weird. I didn't mean plot hole, but yes, part of the story that you just kind of don't go with. It's yeah. just weird. I got you. Yeah. But no, I mean, you know, and and, and I, but I thought that they did treat the legacy characters, you know, with with I respect love and all the story that. of them. You know, sure, like that, that was sure. that was nice. But uh, I guess that's really the only summer movie I've seen. I saw Minions. <laughs> Does that count? I mean, yeah, yeah. It wasn't uh, better than Maverick. I can tell you that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I get it. I, I've I've heard nothing but good things about Maverick, so I guess I need to go see it, or at least yeah. see it when it comes out. But what else is there though? The Doctor Strange was not a summer movie, right? No, we can count it. It's close but enough. It still wasn't very good. No, when I didn't. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm fine. I'll go with that. I guess I, I haven't seen it, but I'm not hearing great things about Thor. I enjoyed it. Well, that's pretty typical. Oh my gosh. <laughs> His point being is that I like just about everything. Well, it's hard for you to find the negative, and when you do find the negative, it's such a weird like it's <laughs> like it, like well the plot thing for instance like yeah. Jurassic Park probably had way worse stuff in it probably, but it bothered you the most. It was like wait a second. You know, like, this, the genetics of this is not, you know, whatever, anyway. Uh, but yet, Star Wars is one of your favorite movies of all time, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? No. no it's perfect. No, it is. It's just perfect. We were watching A New Hope last night, mm. and, I mean... It's so good. Y- you know, the, they go back, and it, the the prequels ruin the old ones now because of all the, the holes. Like, where he's like... Only a stormtrooper could hit something so precise, you know, or whatever. You know, remember how he yeah, says that? Oh, yeah. You know, and you're like, all, all the stuff we've seen. But, storm, I mean, let's be honest. Stormtroopers can't hit anything. But, see, but, yeah, but let's be honest, though. They didn't really hit much in episode four, the very the very movie they said that in. That's true. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the stormtroopers have never been able to hit anything. So, I think that old Ben was just getting So, we're old. going down a dorky path here, but, like, yeah, how does he not? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, we are. But how does he not know who R2 is? That's pothole, bro. I mean... Because he didn't know. Because when Star Wars was made, he did not know who R2-D2 was. Because none of the stuff that happened in Episode 1, 2, and 3 happened. But this is George a Star Lucas Wars... go this back is... and say that I have the story in mind of what I want Dude, 1, 2, 3 to be? you cannot... 
convince me, all right? You can't convince me of that. You can't convince me that J.J. Abrams knew where he was going after episode seven. You can't convince me of that. You can't convince me. So you don't think that J.J. wrote a trilogy out? No. You don't? No. Because let me tell you why. Okay, I'll tell you why. There is no hint whatsoever, okay, in episode seven, all right, Force Awakens. Yeah. There is zero hint whatsoever that Ray is a Palpatine. There's no hint. There's no hint at all. But you don't know who she is. No, but it doesn't make sense. And then whatever Ryan Johnson did with eight, I still don't. I'm I'm still reeling over that. But like, it's like he threw that out in the yard and that your dad ran over it with a lawnmower. I mean, I mean you, know, you know, which don't keep in mind, bravo for trying something new. You gotta you gotta credit him with that. What hap- what was new didn't work. With Star Wars try something. I mean, new? you're right, you're right. And, and and in all honesty, I mean like a lot of the Star Wars video games and stuff have all been stuff much better story wise as the sequel trilogy. We're talking about seven, eight, nine, right? Yeah, the sequel trilogy, yeah. I think I think that I think JJ had an idea. See, I don't. And I think he had a plan, and I don't think that the vision, the version we got is the version that J.J. intended. I think that Disney chopped it up and put it out the way they wanted it to, and I think he's actually said that before in a candid interview where he's like, what you're seeing is not what I had in mind. A lot of it, yes. Obviously, I filmed it. Well, he had to salvage episode eight. Yeah. That, and, too. Yeah. Because, I mean, okay, because, I mean, let's think about this, you know. So even, even though going from eight to nine... It was jarring. All right. So at the at the end of episode eight, let's think about this just for a second. Did you go with me to to Nashville to see episode eight? Yeah. And I walked out and just hated it right away. Well, listen, let me and see. You were trying to be positive. I was trying right? to, but it's it, you can't. It faded quickly after the battle of Crate with the salt and the red dust and loot. You know, dying because he used the force too hard. <laughs> just all that, just dumb stuff. Well, I don't necessarily have a problem with that. I just well, wish listen, you, I listen. wish you would have done more. The resistance at that point could fit in the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. That is bleak. I mean, it does not get worse than that. So then, of course, you know, we put out a call, but nobody's answered, they said. So you're like, my gosh, they have nothing. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? And and But then, all of a sudden... He was trying to do the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Which, Where, I mean... At the Empire Strikes Back, at the end of that... The which Empire... is pretty good, but it didn't stick. Because in 9, that were, we now have a big base... We uh, were uh, so. Do you think in like real terms? Do you think World War One and Two started out with just everybody joining in, going, "Yeah, let's get them." No, no, I mean, but that was sort of realistic, dude. I mean, America didn't join World War Two till like nineteen forty-one or forty-two, or what? it was after Pearl Harbor. What was that? Forty-four. Yeah, edit that because I want to be my American history get all mixed up. But anyway, uh, I mean, pretty much this entire lecture of you lecturing me about World War Two is going to get cut. So you just keep why? I'm just saying, like, this is the realistic part. Like, you're talking about uh, them having all of it on the Millennium Falcon. What? I mean, it starts somewhere, right? But it had already been started and crushed. I mean, there was, like I said, a dozen of them. Maybe. I can't believe I'm sitting here trying to defend Episode 8. I know. I'm impressed. It's a very flip I feel the script. A little, I feel a little nausea. We know. need to get away from Star Wars or we're going to lose our viewer. <laughs> viewer. <laughs> You don't think Katie will listen to it two or three no, times this time? I don't think no. she'll listen. Sorry, okay, Katie, if we've well, lost you. All right, well. Well, okay, so, I mean, what else? Oh, um, we're big We're big Disney fans. Yeah, but I, I can do like. it. I, I plan on doing a whole 
episode, episode or series or whatever you want to talk about. We can go on and on and on about Disney. I, and there's a lot of people I know that hate Disney with all their heart. Really? That I work with. Oh, yeah. Oh, because they're just like, anyway, just like uh, what, the evil overlord or what? Well, no, they just, they, they hate paying money to go stand in line. And I hope I'm not speaking oh. for him, but he just has a miserable time. His kids love it, but uh, he just... And isn't that what it's all about? <laughs> no. no! No! No, I want to have fun, too! I, I have a blast. They all know it, too, though. I mean, like we're going to go back again in October. This will be our third trip this year. You guys got annual passes, though, don't that you? That is correct. We have annual passes, so we're allowed to go back anytime we want to. Um, and all we have to do is pay for a hotel. So, we are... Uh, it's just a typical vacation for us now, because... Right. We've already so you, paid for it. See, so let me ask you, though. Is is some of the magic not gone since you guys have been so much? Because they do so much theming and different festivals and stuff like mm-hmm. that? No. Uh, okay. I mean, dude, I, I'm telling you right now, and again, I don't want to even get into this because we're going to have to talk about Disney for full length later. Sure. But my favorite ride, and I'll say it again, and then when we do a center, centered episode on Disney, is that my favorite ride is Star Tours. Just the old, basic Hollywood Studios Star Tours. And, and I, I love that ride. I... I we, a couple of years ago, or maybe it was last year, I can't remember when it was, but it was during the pandemic and everybody had masks on and stuff. And me and my son, we rode it 17 times in a row. Wow. Because we were literally just getting off and getting right back on. And if I thought they would have just let us sit there, we would have done that. Because there's some some rides when there's no weight whatsoever, they'll say, you guys want to ride it again? And you just stay on. Well, here, let's just, let's do, uh, let's do a real quick lightning round and then we'll call it a day because I think we're getting close to time. I'm going to ask you your favorite ride by park, okay? You ready? Are we going to do this right now? Yep, right now. Real okay. quick. You don't have to explain nothing or anything. Okay. You don't have to explain nothing or anything. Animal Kingdom. Uh, uh, Avatar. Okay. Uh, Flight of Passage. Right? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Not the River what? Journey? <laughs> no. The River Journey is like... <laughs> Oh, you know, Mary, why? Yeah. Why? I mean, it's amazing to look around at it, but no, yeah, it sucks. I, mean, I, I, it I sucks. did it when it was Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, okay. <laughs> Okay, Epcot. Uh, now it's Guardians of the Galaxy. Cool. All right. Uh, 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 Hollywood Studios? Uh, Star Tours. Okay. And Magic Kingdom? <laughs> uh, Magic Kingdom. Uh, oh, man. Magic Kingdom. Um, gosh, I, I'm going to go with Space Mountain. Okay. So uh, those, are your, those are your favorites, that's huh? The, uh, Until Tron opens. Then that'll, yeah, that'll but, be but, awesome. but I mean... Um, the Hollywood Studios thing is a trick because I've been going to Hollywood Studios since it opened. MGM Studios. MGM Studios. Mm-hmm. And uh, I miss the big blue hat they had later on. Um, I miss the great movie ride. I do miss a great Mickey and Minnie Runaway Railway is very fun. And uh, Rise of the Resistance is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. But I'm just such a hardcore OG original. Like Star Tours was there. Like I think within the first year it opened. Mm -hmm. It might. I don't think it was a park opening ride. But I think like within the first six months to a year, it was. It was pretty much like because MGM only had like two rides when it opened. It was more along like look at where we film this and look at look at this set over Honey I Shrunk the Kids. But anyway, yeah, we'll we'll do a whole episode on Disney, but uh, you know, this is just a little bit of just us talking back and forth, letting you know a little bit more about us or how we did. We actually just mostly talked about you going to the movies, really. Sorry. But uh, you're, you're wanting to cut it off. My favorite Magic Kingdom Go ride? ahead. Just go, go fast. My favorite Magic Kingdom ride? Yeah. Haunted Mansion. I get tired of that, dude. Like, we ride it every time. We always make a point to ride it, and it just kind of gets a little dull to me. My oldest son likes scary stuff. Really? And he... Has got... he ever been stuck on it? <laughs> no. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, but not, like, for an extended amount if of If he time. gets stuck in the graveyard, he might change his mind. <laughs> but because... he, he, he got there for a while. We watched ride-throughs of, like, Haunted Mansion and other things. Oh, why do you other... do that? 
No, at other at other Disney parks, like in Paris and stuff, like where we're never going to go. And he got to where he could quote word for word the opening monologue, you know, yeah. you know welcome, yeah. to this, you know, all yeah. that. And, and, and I just, I think that just to me, that is kind of a emotional favorite. More Sentimental. A, yeah, more of a, you know, just fantastic ride. But I mean, for the rest of, for the most part. And, so Hollywood and, Studios, what's the... Uh, Hollywood Studios. I'm gonna go with Rise of the Resistance. I think That's fine. just because it is just it's such a technically unbelievable ride. The Tower of Terror. And, Tower of Terror is so good. And rock, rock and Roller Coaster is so good. I mean, you're Hollywood right. Hollywood Studios is my favorite. Got it. But anyway, right. uh, Epcot. Uh, Epcot. Uh, see, I haven't done Cosmic Rewind yet, so uh, for that, I'm gonna have to go with Test Track, even though the line is ridiculous. Have you rolled Ratatouille yet? No. See, that's it's, it's a I'm blast. It's nothing I'm looking for. I'm not a Ratatouille fan, like movie fan, right? But the ride is a blast. And the uh, the American experience is still gives the me American goosebumps. experience. Is that that's not the. It's in the American Pavilion across the across the. I'm river. thinking Hall of Presidents. At, no, uh, no, that's at Magic uh, Kingdom. Yeah, but um, okay, and then uh, uh, Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. I'm gonna go with Everest, and I'll tell you why. Wow. I'll tell you why real quick, just real quick, because the line does. I mean, the line at Avatar is just in most of the times I've been has just been insane, and I don't really feel like it's worth that wait. Okay. But other you don't that, think Avatar is worth the wait? Of I think a, it's really good, but no, it's not worth the two-hour whatever wait I've hmm, had to wait. In okay. All right, but anyway, that's that's all we have time for today. Uh, I don't know what do, what do you want to do next week. You want to do uh, what do you want to do? I don't know. I'll what? tell you what. Let's just get some feedback from our from our our, our listener. What I would and, like <laughs> <laughs> from my kids and your your wife, yeah, and you my know, wife, everybody we know, yeah, that we live with. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm I was I'm. You're a guy that uh, you seem to want instant gratification. Mm-hmm. You know, correct me if I'm wrong there, no, but but I feel like you're you know when we first put it out, and this is not a you know this is not a knock on you, but you were like, man, why aren't people listening? You know, and I was like, dude, it's the first day, the first episode of something we've never done before, uh, and literally we're really just recording me and him talking. It's all we're doing. This is what we would do if we were standing outside of Cinemark or. If we were 20 years ago at Best Buy, whatever, uh, playing video games, whatever. He's he's texting me like, man, only six listeners. And I was like, <laughs> Colin, it's it's going to come, man. It's just, you know, and, and now I think uh, we're almost to 100 on the first episode, which is pretty pretty dang good in my opinion yeah. uh, for a couple of nobody nerds that are sitting there talking about nerdy stuff. We're entertaining to somebody at least, so hopefully they'll keep listening and i guess when other podcasts are on vacation like chris told me that bill simmons was on vacation so i'll listen to your podcast oh, instead thank goodness. thank goodness yeah i said well thanks man just make sure you follow and uh pretend to listen but anyway <laughs> all right we'll see you next week all right y'all have a good one and we will see you then bye bye